Hey, welcome to the new CNADHD podcast. I'm your host, Liz Lewis, and I don't want to produce another boring podcast. I don't know if you've noticed this, but if you go in iTunes, there are like a hundred podcasts now about ADHD. Seriously, do it. Look, you, you, you'll be shocked. And I don't want to do the same thing that everybody else is doing. The CNADHD podcast is your place to get the best information and hear from the best experts in the field of ADHD. I take all this information and I make it understandable, actionable, and hopefully a little fun. It does not suck. Okay, welcome to episode 312 of the CNADHD podcast. I have a funny story about this episode. I was supposed to have a guest today. We sat down, we had a fantastic conversation, and then I looked up and realized right around the 45-minute mark that I had never hit record. So I don't have a guest today. We're going to re-record. She was very gracious about it, but I decided to talk about a subject today that I've been seeing more and more in my communities. Um, I think it needs to be discussed, so we're going to do a quick one-off episode today about productivity shame in ADHD. Yes, I said productivity shame in ADHD. I had been talking about productivity for a while, but I got the name productivity shame from someone named Jocelyn Gly. She has this amazing podcast called Hurry Slowly. And when I listened to her episode about productivity shame, I thought that's the perfect way to describe what I see in so many of my community members and so many women and adults with ADHD. So I've been thinking about productivity and what does it mean and what does it not mean a lot. And I discussed this with my enclave, my private group. And we had probably three or four discussions about what is productivity, what is fake productivity, and what is real productivity and what does that mean and what does it look like in our lives. And that's where this came from. With ADHD or without, we spend all day flitting around from task to task. Most of what we're doing is totally meaningless. It is. And most of this busyness, I would put this in quotes if I could, most of this busyness is an attempt to show the world and to show ourselves that we deserve to be here and we deserve to take up space. The other big reason we engage in busy work is to escape feeling things. We're trying to get away from the feelings. And that is what I mean when I say fake productivity because you're not doing anything. You're not problem solving. You're just escaping. So we do this. We all do it. Even if we don't notice we're doing it, we all do it. And I think it's a product of a lot of different things, but as a rule, our society, we measure productivity by certain metrics. We like social media shares and social media likes and follows. We enjoy social approval People telling us how good we're doing, how hard we're working, patting us on the back, relational approval. We want to win the approval of the people that live in our house with us. So we do this flitting around all day, busy, 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 busy. We have to look productive. We have to look busy. I see this in stay-at-home moms a lot in my community. We feel like we need to prove we're doing something during the day besides just raising humans. The other thing, we measure productivity with money. I don't know about you, but whenever I meet someone who just has a fantastic career, I immediately assume they work really hard. Wow, he or she must be a really hard worker. I mean, they must really know how to manage their time and their energy. 
I mean, how else would they make all this money and have such a great life? My point is, we measure productivity in very sort of tangible or measurable ways. I think the human brain likes that. We like to latch on to something. We like to tell ourselves a story. We need a reason. So if somebody is has 100,000 social media followers, they must be really good at whatever they're doing. If somebody has a great marriage, or at least it looks like it, they must be really, really good in their relationship. We live in an attention economy. If someone broke through the noise and got your attention, that must mean they're worth paying attention to. We like tangible. Our brains like tangible. But I do find this, this flitting around we do all day, this filling our days with stupid things, I find that really interesting because we think that this makes us more productive. Checking email, scrolling Facebook, we feel like we're getting these small wins along the way, and it makes us feel good. Being busy feels good. It's ego gratifying. You're, if you're busy and in demand, you must be a cool person. You must, I mean, I want to be around you if you're busy and in demand. So we create a lot of false busyness in ourselves and in our lives. We commit to things that we don't even want to do, and then we berate ourselves if we fall short or we don't do a great job with it. We prioritize this being busy. We want, whenever you see someone you haven't seen in a while, what do you say? Oh, hi, how are you? Mm, just really busy, right? You can't say, uh, I've just been going through a down period and staying home a lot. You're never going to say that to somebody because that doesn't make us look like we're very productive, that makes us look like we're having issues and, you know, no one's going to say that. We like people to be busy and in demand. Some of us are actually physically in motion all day. Some of us self-medicate with busy work, <laughs> with cleaning, you know, or organizing or whatever, whatever it is. Some of us self-medicate by keeping ourselves in motion because we don't know what else to do with the energy and we don't know how else to prove that we deserve to take up space in our house and in our life. And we think, we've been socialized to think that just taking a walk with the dog or maybe playing a board game with your kids is a waste of time because you're not doing anything. You're not, you have nothing to show for a 40-minute walk with the dog. I think about that all the time when I walk my dog, but I'm going to talk about that later. We prioritize false efficiency, but we spend no time on problem solving. The whole world is filled with hacks, hack posts, right? ADHD life hacks, house cleaning hacks, time management hacks. And you know what that means? Fast. Whenever you see the word hack in a headline or a blog post, it's emphasizing speed, emphasizing speed over efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're doing it well, but if you're doing it fast, well, yeah, that makes you super productive, right? We, we try to hack things, and we try, to, we try to do it with our personal lives. We try to do it with our emotional lives. We try to hack things. We don't know, we don't really know how to make ourselves feel productive or accomplished. All we know how to do is, is, is race around and, and create motion and mind drama about it. The other thing we do, a lot of us with ADHD, is we default to this multitasking and I mean, I have a whole article about this, and research is showing us that multitasking doesn't work. It doesn't work for neurotypical people, and it certainly doesn't work for us. You have to shift your attention multiple times. The quality of your output is going to go down the tubes. But we do it because we don't know how else to prove that we're getting a lot done. So we're multitasking. I will try to link to that article if I, if I can remember to. 
So how often, I want you to just picture this, how often are you just with your kids? Like I said, playing a board game maybe, or reading a book. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you and say you're probably not just with your kids very often. Because even if your kid's in the room with you, say doing homework or something, you're making dinner. And you're looking at your phone because it just bleeped at you from Facebook or Instagram. And it's not your fault, but you have been trained to think that multitasking is efficient or you're getting more done by doing three things at once, just doing them all really crappy. (laughs) You've been trained to think that. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again, real productivity, especially with ADHD, has nothing to do with managing time or even so much managing your attention. It's, it's all about managing your energy. True productivity requires you to manage your own mind, which I know none of us are good at. So I'm going to tell you about an experiment I did with myself because we had discussed this in the Enclave, and I thought, I'm going to test out this theory. I am a person who, every day, I give myself three tasks for the day. Usually, one of those tasks is household-related. So, for instance, doing a whole load of laundry, start to finish, and putting it away. That's one major task. My second task is almost always, always business-related. I'm either making a podcast episode, editing a podcast, writing an article, editing an article, something along those lines. And number three is almost always my family. So I always give myself this three, this rule of three every day. And I, I challenged myself one, I think it was a Wednesday morning, that I was going to get up and I wasn't going to prioritize these three tasks. They were still my three tasks, but I wasn't going to push myself to do those first thing. Most days, because of this productivity shame, I get up and I feel like I need to tackle my tasks immediately. So I got up on this day and I put my son on the bus and I took a walk with my dog. Normally I'd rush home and start that laundry, but I took a walk with my dog. While I was on the walk, I did think about the laundry, but I didn't want to do it. So I came home and I actually rode my bike. And I decided while on my bike, I almost checked my email on my phone. And then I was like, "Mm, nah, there's nothing that important here. So I rode my bike. And then I took a shower and then I ate something because I was starving. And so I had nothing to show (laughs) for like from about 7, no, 8 a.m. to about 11, 11.30. I had nothing to show for that time. I spent three hours just being in the world, kind of taking a break from life. So when I realized it was 11.30, I thought, all right, which tasks do I want to do first? I started that laundry while the laundry was in. I actually sat down and edited a whole podcast in an hour. And then I got that laundry out, put it in the dryer. And by 1 p.m., I had already completed two of my three tasks. And I did that even though the first like three hours of the day, I did nothing. But I had great energy and I felt really good. And I was positive about who was positive about doing laundry. I was (laughs) that day. I didn't pressure myself. I didn't worry about managing my time. I wasn't trying to prove that I could do all three of my tasks, snap, snap, snap. You know, I just, I didn't multitask. I just did one thing at a time, let myself build up to it. I prioritized my need for free time, brain break, whatever. I prioritized that above 
you know, proving my productivity. And it was fine. The point of this, this whole thing, this is, is that we produce this productivity shame in ourselves. We really believe that we have to appear and be busy, busy, busy. I want to I wanna change that. I don't think it's necessary. Sometimes you can just be. Less doing, more being. It does not hurt your productivity. It will actually increase it. You'll feel calm. You may actually feel more motivated. Productivity is not the measure of how many tasks you can check off your list every day and how fast you can do it. Check, 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 check. No. You can add value to the world in your own time. Life with ADHD, I, I understand there's, there's the inherent executive function challenges and there's the shame factor. And this productivity shame is just another issue, but I'm seeing it over and over and over. You do not have to do 100 things a day. You do not have to prove that you deserve to take up space here. ADHD, it's as much about energy management as it is about managing your attention. Got it? I will try to link to Jocelyn Gly. I hope this rambling productivity shame podcast meant something to you or at least made you think. If this type of conversation means something to you, if it speaks to you and you would like to engage in more of it, check out the ADHD Enclave. It's a private community for women with ADHD. No more productivity shame. I love you all. Next week, I have a really awesome guest coming. Has to do with a book that's coming out. It's very radical. I hope you're as excited as I am. Stick around. Good things are coming. And like I always say, we are stronger together.